look at your word this morning. Speak to our hearts. Challenge us to move from where we are to where it is you would have us be. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you're back with us for the first time today, we want to welcome you here to New Life at Calvary. And for those of you who are online who have wanted to become a greater part of us, remember, we do have virtual membership available. If you go to our website, nlac.tv, and click on it, you can click on virtual members, and it'll tell you all about how to become a part of our family here at the church. Okay, title of today's message, you ask, why is he emptying his pockets and everything else? Uh, I don't want my pants to just come down during the middle of the service. I, I have to get as light as I possibly can, okay? <laughs> and don't y'all move my keys. I know they are right here. Whose report will you believe? How many of you have ever gotten a report that you didn't know whether to believe it or not? Sometimes you don't know whether or not to believe it because the news just seems too good to be true. Sometimes you reject it because it goes against what you were hoping for. Sometimes you accept it because it was just what you wanted to hear. Sometimes you resisted it because it meant you would have to change something you were already believing. Sometimes you accept it because uh, you, it would make your life easier to get along with others. Sometimes we reject it because we don't want to change what we are already doing. But you know something? It's not really the report that we receive that should affect how we react to it. We actually should react to it depending on whether or not the report is true. Because truth can bring a whole host of things. Truth can sometimes bring great joy in your life. Sometimes it's going to bring tears and agony. Sometimes it's going to bring hope. And sometimes it's going to bring despair. And though we might like to think that truth depends on whether or not I believe it, how many of you know truth is truth independent of your belief? It wasn't. How many of you have believed something was a lie and you found out later it was true? Sincerely believing a lie can have severe consequences for our lives. Just like believing you are in a safe place when you are not could cost you your life. Now, if somebody interrupted the service and came running through that door right now, I would have said, the smell of gas is all over the basement. I think we should end the service now and get out. Now, how many of you who believe this is true, and you can smell gas coming out the vent, are thinking to yourself, this might be one of Pastor Rick's good sermons.
And Judah is supposed to be God's people, God's nation, but the people are living in disobedience to God, and they would not listen to the prophets who were telling them, you guys just need to stop doing what you're doing and follow what God told you to do. As a matter of fact, the prophets who told them the truth that God's judgment was coming on the city, they tried to kill them. But the prophets who told them exactly what they wanted to hear, saying the God would never destroy the city, God is pleased with you just like you are, sin is no problem with God, they got rewarded. Now at the time of King Zedekiah, you know what the Middle East looked like? Uh, over there by Iran, Iraq, that area. Babylon is the most powerful nation in the area at this time. And Babylon is expanding north, east, south, and west, and they are conquering nation after nation, and they are a pretty ruthless people. And King Zedekiah was terrified of them because Jeremiah had been preaching the same message for eight years. Can you imagine listening to me say the same thing eight years? Help us. <laughs> he said, no, you're going down the first act. city, they are going to burn it down with fire, 
made a decision to believe a lie because he didn't want to pay the price to accept the truth. You know, one of the greatest lies Satan is given to us in the church is the belief that we are able to follow Jesus without having to pay a price for following him. We gladly accept lies over the word and the truth of God's word. Now the greater the consequences are, are surrounding the truth, the more we put ourselves at risk if we refuse to take action concerning the truth. Now let's say you got a very nice looking car out there in the parking lot. And you know the brakes don't work. <laughs> you barely made it into the parking lot. How many of you know it would be foolish of you to believe? Well, I believe the brakes are going to get me home. And you pull out on E-79, heading north toward Euclid, and you see the light about to change to yellow, and you fly to catch the light. By the time you get to the light, you are up to 50 miles an hour. How many of you know there's a whole host of things that can go wrong? How many of you know you ain't going to make it home? Not in one piece. The greatest truth that exists in the world today is Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to me except through the Father. So what are you going to do with this report from Jesus? Because is Jesus actually claiming that everybody should follow him as the direction they are to take in their life if they intend to be God on friendly terms? Is Jesus actually saying the claims he makes about himself are true and not only is he the Son of God, but one day he will judge each one of us for our actions and even for our thoughts? Is he actually claiming that what we think of as life apart from him is really not life at all, but rather a kind of deception? Does he mean life is something which lasts more than the time we spend here on earth and that the pursuit of wealth and romance and power is not going to give us the life we seek after? Now those of you who are as old as I am, how many of you will admit the stuff you thought was going to make you happy is just stuff? And now you're trying to figure out how you're going to get rid of something.
crucified. Now his disciples, they received the report saying, Jesus is alive. But the news seemed too good to be true. <laughs> so they put that report to the side. Because they received another report. And the other report said, a rumor was going around that some of them had come and stolen his body from the tomb. That report would make them criminals. So they were in a bind. They hadn't believed the women's testimony of having actually seen Jesus alive. Yet they knew they hadn't stolen the body, but if they had, then somebody else had. They knew they were going to get blamed for it. Now, unlike us who last Sunday this time, man, we was having a shocking celebration of a service with Easter. They instead were behind locked doors, living in fear that at any moment somebody was going to knock on that door and they would be arrested. So they didn't know which report they were going to believe. And then there, in the midst of their confusion, their unbelief, and their fear, something happened. Jesus suddenly appeared out of thin air in this locked building and says, peace be with you. Now, now just think about that. Suppose I'm preaching this sermon, Jesus just showed up right there. Again, some of y'all already done ran out the door. Some of y'all got to sit around to find out what he had to say. But Jesus appears and he says, peace be with you. Now the last time Jesus had suddenly appeared like this was that night when they were out there in the storm on the sea and it was dark and Jesus appears out of the darkness and they thought they had seen a ghost. I want us to realize when we want to serve God, but we are confused not sure what to believe, Jesus gives us the same message. Peace be with you. And Jesus wanted them to know that this was actually him, so he didn't puff up and puff back out. He goes over with his hands stretched out and says, put your fingers here where the nails were. And then he pulls the robe up and he says, put your hand here in my side. And it's at this point after they've done these things that the scripture says the disciples were overwhelmed with joy that they had saw the Lord. They now knew which report they was going to believe. They were eyewitnesses eligible to testify in court because they had a first-hand account. They had undergone the greatest upheaval in their lives during the past three days. They had quarantined themselves off in order to try and save their lives. But Jesus wanted them to know they were going to have to take some risks because his mission for them was not over. He said to them in John 20, 21, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. John said, Jesus said he wants us to go to the other side of the locked doors where, where the problem is. 
You know, the year 2020 has caused one of the greatest upheavals in our church's history, and not only our church, but all lot of churches throughout the entire body of Christ. But you know what? I believe for the year 2021, John 2021, is the message God still has for us today in which he says, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. You see, Jesus has a mission for the church to reach those who still do not know him as Lord and Savior of their lives. Just like, like he let the disciples know they were going to have to take some risks to carry out his message, we're going to have to take some risks with our lives to fulfill the mission we are called to do. The message of Jesus Christ's resurrection was never meant or intended be quarantined inside the church. It was to be taken to those who never heard of Jesus. But the good news is, Jesus doesn't send us out in our own power. The scripture says in verse 22, and with that he breathed on them the Holy Spirit. Okay, Jesus wanted to breathe on us the Holy Spirit so that we know we're not
other report said somebody had stolen Jesus' body. You see, Thomas, kind of like me, a logical person. Surely, if Jesus had risen from the dead, Jesus could have stopped the arrest. He could have stopped the trials. He could have stopped the crucifixion. If Jesus had risen from the dead, surely he would have went first of all to the religious leaders and said, ha, 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 ha. Y'all thought y'all had me gone. I'm back. <laughs> surely he would have went to Pilate and said, I told you I was the truth. Surely
with Him in heaven. If Jesus did not rise from the dead, we should do whatever we want to do that we think will make us happy. Because there is no meaning and there is no purpose in life and you're going to die anyways. If Jesus is not risen from the dead, there's no reason for us to be concerned about poor people. After all, doesn't evolution teach the survival of the fittest? The strong conquer the weak? That should be our basis for our belief. If Jesus is not risen from the dead, there's no reason to pray. There's no reason to believe we are promised a brighter future. There is no reason for us to believe our sins will be forgiven. If Jesus is not risen from the dead, there is just a judgment waiting for us in which we know we're going to be found guilty. Anybody here have sin? Okay, so you already know the verdict before you get there. And some of us, we try to believe that, you know, when, I, when we die, that's just it. Nothing else happens. You know what? If we are honest, there is something inside of us that fights against that. We believe that those people who we know have just been evil and wicked are supposed to get what they deserve. But you know something, at least Thomas 
reject Jesus, but we still want to be called a follower of Jesus Christ. Well, Thomas lived with his beliefs for about a week. He no longer believed as the other disciples did, but because of his friends, he kept showing up with them when it was safe to do so. Then about a week later, when they were inside this locked room again, Jesus appears out of nowhere. First words that come out of Jesus' mouth, once again, peace be with you. And the next words, he looks over at Thomas and he says, put your finger here in my hand. Put your hand here in my side. Stop doubting and believe. You know something? Jesus knows all the ultimatums we have given. He knows all the reasons why we say we can't believe. And he knows the truth, though, of what is really in our hearts. If you had been Thomas, how would you have felt with the risen Jesus standing in front of you like that? You know something? If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, one day you will stand before the risen Jesus. <laughs> and you'll have an arm outstretched. And you'll have to defend why you rejected the report that Jesus is alive. One thing you won't be able to do, you won't be able to blame Pastor Rick or Pastor Kelly. Because <laughs> we both told you the same thing. What defense will you offer? Thomas encountered Jesus before he died. And Thomas' mouth dropped wide open. Doesn't even say whether he went to touch or not. He said, my Lord and my God. Now the good news for Thomas is that he made the confession before he died. So he was able to repair and live for Jesus. But the scriptures tell us that one day, every knee is going to bow, every tongue is going to confess that Jesus is Lord. But the tragedy is, it won't do you any good for your life today. And it won't do you any good for your life that's coming afterwards. Saints, and those of you who are thinking about giving your life to Christ, don't let the fear of people or wanting the approval of others cause you to fail to believe the report that has been given concerning Jesus Christ. Your present and your future is hanging in the balance. Jesus ended this chapter with John 20, 30 through 31, in which Jesus, John wrote, Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. God has given us evidence of the resurrection. We have received a report from our first-hand eyewitnesses. But the final choice still remains up to us. Who's 
you believe? We used to sing a song. Whose report will you believe? We shall.